This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Wednesday, the 27th of September. Jazzy boy, the pile on has begun. Ooh. Big name authors are suing OpenAI for copyright infringement lawsuits. We're talking George R.R. Martin of Game of Thrones fame. Oh, and we're also talking John Grisham of Legal Thrillers <laughs> fame. They all reckon ChatGPT is illegally using their books to train its bot. Could be the downfall of AI, B-Man. Mm. Flux fam, ever been to a concert with a mate and then chased up your friend for that ticket money? forever. Oh yeah. Well, we've got you next month in the Flux Academy. We're talking about how to have tough money conversations with your friends. So if you hate these type of confrontations with your mates, we've got you covered in the Flux Academy next month. Three enlightening stories today, Jazzy Boy. Let's do it. For our first, News Corp Australia claims it's the first major news publisher in Australia to launch an online shopping platform. You know, I'm always up for a big shopping spree, B-Man. So tell us what's going on here. Well, Jazzy Boy, News Corp Australia is the media empire largely controlled by the Murdochs. Think owners of the Herald Sun, the Australian, Foxtel, news.com.au and more. In fact, B-Man, news.com.au supposedly reaches one in two Aussies every single month. Which is why News Corp is using news.com.au to launch its new shopping content hub. Basically, it's an online shopping site that has expert reviews and recommendations. And News Corp will take an affiliate clip when their millions of readers purchase one of these recommended products. So News Corp is shifting from media brand to online marketer and now e-commerce brands? Mm, interesting. So what is the key learning here? For hundreds of years, media outlets have leveraged their readers' trust to deliver the news. But when news advertising just doesn't pay the bills as much as it once mm-hmm. did, publishers need to leverage this trust in new ways. So large media brands are capitalizing on their trust to expand their offerings in a time where the industry is facing a decline. In fact, News Corp had a 75% drop in net profits last financial Ooh. year, mostly because because of lower print and digital advertising. So News Corp is using the trust they've built to launch their new e-commerce platform. And Jazzy Boy, we've also seen this from other media outlets as well, especially in the US. Yep, we've seen the New York Times and CNN build their own e-commerce businesses off the back of their trust. For our second story, Tinder has rolled out a new high-end membership to help desperate singles find love. When your riz just isn't rizzing, <laughs> Tinder Select becomes the well and truly only option. <laughs> what is happening here? All right, B-Man, well, Tinder is the matchmaking app that needs absolutely no introduction. It revolutionized online dating for millennials and Gen Z. So B-Man, Tinder first launched its premium subscription version, Tinder Plus, Mm. in March 2015. And since then, Tinder created other tiers like Tinder Gold and Tinder Platinum. But now, Tinder's going real upmarket. It's launching Tinder Select, which, get this, costs up to $499 US dollars per month. Wow, this subscription, it's going to let its users direct message people without matching. You'll also be seeing more users, And Tinder says this feature will only be available to an exclusive 1% of its user base who are selected by Tinder itself. Insane. So what is the key learning here? In the realm of consumer psychology, the price tag isn't just a number, it's a statement. A high price can often signal high value, quality, or exclusivity. And for a certain demographic of people, Mm -hmm. this can create a psychological pull to actually make the purchase. Especially when it relates to finding your soulmate. Mm -hmm. You're not just paying for the service, you're paying for the privilege of being part of an exclusive Tinder club. This high price point can create a self-fulfilling prophecy. The people who can afford this service are likely to see the value in exclusivity. And this makes the service more exclusive and more desirable. And creates a cycle that continually adds value to the high price tag. For our third and final story, the Writers Guild of America has reached a tentative deal with the Hollywood studios after a 146-day strike. Hopefully this means my fave shows will be back on air shortly, B-Man. So what is happening here? Well, it all begins May 
2023 mm-hmm. when the Writers Guild of America announced that they're going on strike. And then on July 13th this year, the SAG-AFTRA union also went on strike. That meant Matt Damon, Killian Murphy, Emily Blunt literally walked <laughs> out of the premiere of Oppenheimer. And Margot Robbie backed it as well. But now the Guild members will vote on whether to accept the deal and start writing again. And B-Man, what were their main demands again? Well, first, it was an increase in compensation for streaming mm-hmm. content. Then it was a minimum staffing for TV shows. And finally, I believe there was a guarantee that AI won't encroach mm. on writers' credits and compensation. But B-Man, SAG-AFTRA and its 100,000 members are still on strike. And while this is a step forward for Hollywood Studios, there's still a long way to go. So what is the key learning here? Strikes can be like a wrecking ball to an industry. In this case, the strike not only causes disruption to the studios, but also across the entire Hollywood ecosystem. Get this, Jazzy Boy. According to California's governor, the Californian economy lost more than $5 billion US dollars already due to the strikes. Wow. And Brett, even the stock market has felt these tremors. Yep. Since the SAG after strike was announced, Warner Brothers Discovery has seen its share price decline by nearly 23%. Wow. Plus, Netflix has seen their share price decline by over 14%. Oh, and as for Paramount Global, <laughs> they've seen their share price drop by nearly 25%. Wow. So Hollywood Studios and their investors will hope that the deal with the Writers Guild could speed up negotiations with the Actors Union too. Hey man, remember that one time that I bought you a ticket and you never paid me back? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> well, I've built up the courage to ask you for it <laughs> through the Flux Academy this month. It taught me everything I need to know. And you handled it with such class <laughs> as well. I felt great about it. So Flux fam, if you hate having these difficult confrontations, we have you covered in the Flux Academy next month. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.